Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Goldie's Podcast. It's presented in part by Crossover, who builds solutions for smarter coaches and more efficient athletes. It's a cutting-edge coaching relationship with a company that delivers full-service game analysis, comprehensive statistics, and streamlined sharing tools that get you ready to get your game on. Check them out at Crossover.com. That's Crossover with a K, by the way. Today's podcast is also presented by Cyber Sports. You can find them at CyberCo.com. Uh, Dave Allsocker and his team provide you Under Armour apparel and merchandise for teams and businesses. You can dress like the pros in Under Armour, and Dave and his team will take care of your team with the best support, product, and delivery. Put your logo on Under Armour apparel and brand your team or business with Cybersports. Check them out. That's at cyberco.com or call Dave at 612-296-7097. Gemini Athleticware is the official jersey provider of the Minnetonka Skippers and proud partner here of Goldley's podcast, the live streaming games of the season. Chris Bonvino and his team have been in business for over 25 years, and they've outfitted college, junior, high school, and youth teams in their jerseys, apparel, and they're all made right here in the state of hockey in Minnesota. Get your team or organization taken care of by Gemini Athletic Wear and check them out at GeminiAthleticWear.com or give them a call at 952-942-9611. Finally, don't forget about Ike's in Minnetonka. For those of you who come to Pagel Activity Center on the campus of Minnetonka High School, if you haven't noticed, Ike's is the closest establishment to the rink and the go-to for pre- and post-game. If you haven't done it, please put it on your list. That's Ike's in Minnetonka. And we bring him in, the big man, Sean Goldsworthy. Uh, have you thought out yet, buddy? How are you doing? It was quite an experience in Bemidji. Uh, I don't think we'll ever repeat that or even want to repeat that. But I uh, tell you what, uh, it was awesome. We had three great days up there. The kids definitely built a memory. And uh, it was it was it was cold. Minus twenty nine starts at uh, Saturday morning was pretty intimidating, but our kids fought through it. Well, you know, obviously we're going to want to get into this a little bit because I'm sure everybody wants to know. I mean, there were there were probably a lot of things that were going on, you know, that behind the scenes as far as trying to keep warm. But one of the things you mentioned before you left is that the uh, the benches were heated. Is how did that work out? And did that work for the guys at all in any capacity? Well, I think it, I think it helped. You know, I couldn't really give you a, a degree temperature, but uh, you know, they were trying to pump that propane heat underneath the bench, and so the kids that were on there, the coaching staff that was on there, trainers and all those guys, were able to at least elevate a little bit on the temperature and and uh, down towards their feet. That was probably the main thing. Uh, but you know, it was tough. You know, uh, it, you know, the ice was really brittle. The puck was bouncing. Uh, it was really tough to make plays on Saturday, specifically early in the game, and so it warmed up a little bit better. And uh, just a lot of distractions. I was really, really proud of our kids that they were able to kind of focus and concentrate, make some adjustments, and then uh, and then kind of move on to what, what it took to win the game. Well, and they do what they do, and that's uh, teams stay close with them. And you know, when you rewind the tape earlier in the week, I mean, I I thought that game in Eden Prairie from just uh, observing a game end of it was just awesome to watch. I mean, it was up and down, back and forth, and uh, you know the scoring chances were actually kind of limited until later in the game. And your team seems to lean on people enough where they just wear you down, and you get your goals in the third period. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, Eden Prairie's a heck of a team. They're, we knew that, and we're not 
overlooking anybody. Those, you know, they can play. I mean, they got some really high end forwards. They got some veteran defensemen that are back there, and they move pucks well. They play at a high pace, and Coach Smith has been there and done it. So, I mean, that, that that's it's just a standard late conference game. Uh, what I'm starting to realize with our group is the longer the game goes on, the better for us. Uh, I would prefer in a, in, a, in a perfect world to play a 20-minute period. I know the high school league isn't going to change that right now. Uh, 17 minutes uh, is effective for us, but we seem to um, win, win each period or win the games as they continue and get later. So uh, that, that's a function of our depth. Uh, Mark Manny at Andover and I were talking about the same exact thing. Uh, that's that's how they're winning. Uh, all the top teams use that. So um, a lot of teams have good players. There's no doubt about it. It's just if you can keep keep the pace high, keep the tempo high, and uh, let the kids believe that, hey, eventually we're going to crack the egg here. We're going to make some plays. And when people get tired, they, they either you know make tough decisions or turnovers or or make some mistakes where our power play can kind of engage. You know, you look at your schedule, and you've talked about it in the past. I mean, it's it's you you play a very difficult schedule, and you're happy that you can do that. But when you go back to even, let's start on December 22nd, you've got Chaska, highly regarded, Cloakasco Carlton, a very solid team, Maple Grove, top 10 team, Elk River Zimmerman's always been very good, Benilde St. Margaret's, then Duluth East, and White Bear Lake, and then Hermantown, Eden Prairie, Andover, coming up Edina, Wyzetta. I mean, it just is one after the other. It's got to be really nice for you to roll your kids out in different situations against different types of teams and watch them either play the way you want them to or just stay to it. And uh, in, in some instances, have you even had to adjust things you do or do you just keep doing what the skippers do? Well, we try to make some small adjustments, and that's just part of who we are. But, you know, overall, we're, we're trying to learn about our team. And uh, you're right, our schedule um, – from you know mid-December all the way through has has been a grind. It's been really difficult. We've had a lot of kids in out of the lineup with sicknesses and injuries, and and we're learning a ton about this group. Uh, they're they're together. They they're relentless as a unit. Uh, they really um, step up when when they need to. And uh, you know I just look at our schedule. We feel like we've played just about everybody that's got a crack at the state tournament to date. Um, you know, and then, and then we're just one game into the late conference for kind of loud. So you, know, you, you just build on a really tough schedule. I think what I've noticed with this group the last year is uh, they're, they're getting comfortable playing against top teams. They're getting comfortable playing in one or two goal games, and they don't seem to get rattled. They, they seem to handle the pressure. Uh, they understand it's the next shift. Uh, they understand that the game might come down to the last, you know, five or six minutes, and they certainly don't get, uh, you know, up or too high or too low. They just kind of stay the course. And I think that's a really good trait for high school players because uh, emotions run high in high school sports, and sometimes when that happens, people get over-facilitated and mistakes happen. So I really like our schedule. I'm, I'm shocked to this point that we've had this much success. It, it, it tells you a lot about our kids and how good they are. Um, but you know, it, we're, we're still learning what we need to get better at, uh, you know, hopefully by March. Well, and you, you, you didn't lose, you tied in Minnetonka and Goldie, you would have thought you lost. I mean, I've never had a phone blow up more than it had with people. You know, there's so many, it's shocking how many people love this game, this high school game, but Tonka tied Hermantown, Tonka, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, interesting. Can you talk a little bit about that game? Cause Hermantown scored two goals. 
uh, midway and uh, late in the in the uh, third period, I believe it was, uh, to uh, or early in the uh, third and late in the third to uh, to tie that hockey game. Typically, uh, an area where you're very strong. What about this Hermantown team? Can you talk a little bit about them and let everybody know how good they really are? Well, don't let the Class A, uh, you know, uh, rating uh, fool you. They're they're a Double A program. Uh, their their entire youth programs play through Double A, and they're highly competitive. Uh, I think they have one of the best forwards in the state in Blake Deandi, uh, who actually scored twice against us. Uh, but when we were up there, um, you know, we were up three zips uh, midway through the second period, and then you know, and then what happens sometimes is your guys forget what what got them there. And we uh, started to take some longer shifts. We started to get off our game a little bit and, you know, allowed them to kind of creep back into it with a goal. And then uh, one missed assignment. And the next thing you know, it's a full house. And, and that whole town's pretty excited about the fact that we're number one in the state. And, and they're pretty excited. So, you know, I think uh, if Hermantown played double A, they'd be a, a serious state tournament contender as well. Uh, so we don't really get fooled by that. Uh, they're they're good and and then late in the game I think our guys lost their legs. It was uh, you know our second trip up to Duluth and in, in two consecutive weekends, uh, kind of sandwiched with some other high end teams with White Bear Lake and uh, I think our guys were getting a little little tired. There's a little bit of residual fatigue there. So, um, but that was good for us to 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 you know learn. Um, we got exposed in a couple areas. We were injured that game, so we had some new kids in the lineup. Uh, so that was good, but but Hermantown can play. I mean, they they would be uh, in my eyes, they're a top ten double A team. Uh, so we're not we're not ashamed of that. We we feel like it was a good game and it helped us get better. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you look ahead to. I mean, everybody's talking about this game uh, coming up at Pagel Activity Center on Thursday. We'll be there with our cameras shining them down on the rink where uh, your skippers and uh, the neighbors uh, to the east, Edina, will be facing off. It's going to be a fun one for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I still think uh, Edina's been there and done it. They're, they, you know, Kurt runs a, a high-end program. It's it's still the standard. Uh, those guys have, have, have won a lot of championships. They always seem to be, if not the best team in the state, or right there knocking on the door. Uh, Kurt believes in getting them ready by the end of the year, too. He's, uh, you know, pretty secure in who they are. So that's going to be a heck of a game. Our kids are really familiar with each other. Uh, most of our guys play with each other during the spring and the fall. And then, you know, they know each other's game pretty inside and out. So it'll be a one-goal game. They, they were really highly competitive games last year with those guys. Uh, certainly we, we see it as a top, top-ranked top team uh, coming into our building, and I think we'll be ready on Thursday. The depth and balance uh, for both clubs are going to clearly be uh, on full display, so we're looking forward to it. Final question for yeah. you. Uh, you get back sure. from that uh, the spotlight of the Hockey Day Minnesota freezing cold day, uh, three-day experience that's on, on ice and off ice. You know, you think about the things that these kids have been able to do this year as a group. Um, when you look back on your coaching, I mean, I know we're not done yet. Obviously, there's plenty to go. When you look at, at your coaching career and some of the things, can, can you talk a little bit about the amazing opportunities that this group has had that when they look back, when they graduate from high school, they'll never forget? I mean, this is incredible what your team's being able to experience. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, someone brought up to me the other day that we haven't, you know, lost a game in 30 days or 30 games, and you know, kind of pushing the envelope of what Lakeville North did years ago. And you know, we're not getting caught up into that. We we literally are playing week to week and game to game. 
But it is. I mean, I'm a big believer of exposing our kids to as much uh, positive stress, uh, you know, different distractions, because really what it's asking them to do is to focus. And the more these kids can just live in the moment and simplify and focus on the task at hand right there today, uh, that's a great life lesson. And I, I think that's what we've really been doing. We didn't shy away from Dream State. We didn't shy away from Hockey Day. We haven't shied away from, you know, a very difficult schedule. Uh, we're comfortable in our own skin. We really are. And I think that's an awesome trait to, to teach an 18-year-old, 17-year-old young man. Uh, those guys are, are, are becoming self-aware, not only in hockey, but also in just themselves and how to prepare and how to focus. So, uh, you know, I think I said it on uh, Saturday after a game, you know, our guys – we're not intimidated by, you know, cameras. We're not intimidated by a big game. We're not intimidated by a ranked opponent. Uh, it's just another day for us. And I think the more we get comfortable with that, you know, then we can just live in the moment. And we preach that. We really do. I, I know it sounds like a cliche, but we really do. So um, I think that's a great life lesson for these kids. Uh, yeah, you're going to look back 5, 10, 15 years from now, these kids are really living it up. They're having a ball. They really are. Uh, they were they were talking about how cold it was and that, you know, are we going to play the game? And our guys looked at me and said, hey, we're playing Saturday. This is awesome. Like, this is this, we're making memories. And a lot of these guys have been best friends for 10 years. So this is their last hurrah together. They're, they're on it. So I couldn't be more thrilled about them. Uh, you know, it's, it's we're kind of going on a pretty good run here. I mean, this – if you would have told me uh, coming back home and taking over the program two years ago that we'd be doing what we've done, I, I would have laughed you out of the room. The schedule's too difficult. It's high school hockey. Uh, there's a lot of mistakes to be made, and there's just a lot of things that swirl around it. And, and keeping the kids on task is, is a challenge. So uh, I think it says a lot about our kids, their ability to focus, their ability to come together. We've absorbed injuries over the last two years. We've absorbed some in, uh, illnesses. Uh, they really have stepped up and played well together. So I'm really, really proud of them. Well, and you know, your kids are winners. They have been everywhere they've gone in this game uh, as players, as a group. And uh, I always have a likability meter meter for teams that I uh, do games for, cover, watch, and announce. And uh, your Minnetonka Skipper team is a very likable team right there at the top of the list. They play the game the right way. Uh, They're very fun to watch. And I'd say this to anybody that listens to these podcasts, if you get an opportunity to see Minnetonka, either at the Pagel Activity Center or get out to a game, uh, these kids play the game the right way, and it's so refreshing, and it's awesome, yep. and it's a testament to you and your staff, which is awesome. Thanks, Legs. You know, we preach it. We preach about respecting the game and doing it the right way, and we just have a lot of really special kids. So, yeah, if you're a fan of high school hockey, uh, I, there's a lot of good teams out there right now. It, it, there are, but if you're a fan and you really want to come and and watch what we're doing. Uh, come and watch us. Uh, you don't have to be from Minnetonka. You can just be from the Metro or just a high school hockey fan of Minnesota. This is a pretty special group of kids. It really is. I keep getting reminded that from Coach Aronson, who's been around for you know 13 years, and other old-timers around Minnetonka. This is a special group of kids, and uh, I just want to make sure that they're living in the moment and they're not, they're not taking anything for granted. So today is, uh, I think it's Tuesday. Uh, we'll live in Tuesday. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out practice today. Uh, we'll come back tomorrow for practice tonight. That's uh, why, and as far as I know, Edine is on Thursday, so we'll figure that one out. Well, that's why you're the man. Uh, you've got it all figured out, buddy. So uh, nice I don't job. Know about that. Well, well let, thanks, I, buddy. I'll say it for you. You got it. It's in good hands. Goldie, thanks a lot, buddy. Have a great practice today. 
All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. That's Sean Goldsworthy. That was Goldie's podcast. We'll be back with another one in a couple of weeks. So long, everybody. <laughs>